Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugard. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the Tweet Machine. Chris, they already know where to follow me on Twitter. It's a little bit of a humble brag, but where can they follow you? <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206 and that's CKID206. Before we we have a special guest that we're gonna have on the on the show in a, in a little bit. I'm really, really excited about you know who we who we have on the show this week but i wanted to get into something first chris two things one thank you thank you for uh not waking me up when you saw that the seahawks were gonna have geno smith in for a visit <laughs> I, I just for guys who don't know um he was this was when it was reported right it wasn't yes. like official it yeah. wasn't official it was reports, i think someone yeah. from espn i think his name is jordan tweeted that yeah the seahawks are scheduled to have a visit with geno smith what was it, like 7 a.m or something like it that was, it might have been six bro it was on, a, on a monday it was early very very early and people who know me like chris does know i was fast asleep no <laughs> intentions of waking up anytime soon uh and what it, what, it, what was exactly was your tweet man it, it was, was something to the. it was the, like the, the, here's their backup qb should i wake mike up or something like it was, that yeah that would the effect yeah to the, something to the effect <laughs> got of, a couple of likes retweets no one said yes to do it. I'm glad not, because if this, someone would have said yes, I would have called you. You'd have been mad. What? What, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Oh, oh, I'd have been hot. Because I would have woke up. My phone ringing does wake me up, but like Chris made the executive decision to not wake me up. So I saw the news like two hours later or something like that. I was like, you know what? I should go back to sleep. <laughs> because uh, here, here's my thing with backup QBs, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but like I got to be honest, man. The Seahawks, like, they go they go to the like the dollar store. Th- that's like their equivalent of shopping for backup QBs. Like they know they could go to like what's a what's a nice place where you get stuff? Like Trader Joe's or something like that or whatever. You can, go to, you can go to a nice store. They know they could, but you know what? They'd rather get like dollar store like toilet paper. You know, they could get the nice two ply, but they'd rather go, you know, be cheap, right? Cuz it's just like it's whatever. Like they're not using their resources the best way they could. And because they don't take it seriously, I can't take it seriously. That's how I feel about their search. Like, Mike, what you mean? It's like your backup quarterback matters, right? It takes one play for your backup quarterback to become the most important player on the team. Oh, we found we found Chris's tweet. Yeah, it says, now this is a backup. Should I call Mike to wake him up? Thank you for not calling me. <laughs> Appreciate that. Now, look, with, with backup quarterbacks, right? I've said this before. I've said it on radio, said it's on the show. I've wrote about this. One play. It takes one play for your season to be in the tank because you do not have a competent quarterback. Now, I know a lot of people are probably thinking, Mike, it's not easy to find backup quarterbacks. No. But it's very clear when people care to look for one. Like, the the example I love using is the Saints. What they do last year? They had Drew Brees. They knew he was going to be good. They traded for Teddy Bridgewater because he started before. He's a competent quarterback. I don't know if he's good. Competent. You know if you have a good team around him, your your, your team won't suck. Right, maybe you won't be as good with Drew Brees, but your team won't suck. Right now, the the people that they tried out there with Russ, if Russ got hurt, the team would suck. If the team didn't have Trevon Boykin, how many games? If they had Trevon Boykin starting, like zero and sixteen, yeah, holding up a zero. Austin Davis three and thirteen, maybe two wins. Yeah, he he he's won games before as a starter. He's not good, but (laughs) you know uh, who who else? Paxton Lynch. How many games did the Seahawks win in twenty nineteen with Paxton Lynch? Two, three. It wouldn't be good. Right? Like, the, the the ship would sink. And you need to get someone who maybe not would have the ship, like, get to where it's going, but you need to have someone who would at least avoid a sinking. Right? And they don't they don't try. It's like, if you until if 
if if your attempt at finding a backup QB is Geno Smith, Paxton Lynch, then you just don't care. <laughs> so if you don't care, I don't care. It's like I don't I don't have the the recipe for it, but like there is way. Well, I do. It's Colin Kaepernick, but we're not even gonna dive into that. I just I that's my position on backup quarterbacks. And thank you for not waking me up. There's really no one you should have woken me up for, unless it's Kaepernick. If it's Kaepernick. <laughs> In the future, if if they sign Kaepernick, call me, wake me up. <laughs> well, you'll probably get more calls from someone else probably before me. Then, if that's the case, yeah. Well, there's only, there's two people who would, who would call me right away. Probably three: the homie Kramer, who lives in Taiwan. So depending on when the signing, I was about happens, to he, say, yeah, that's tough. He he's like 15 hours difference. It's weird. Like he's I'll in t- the future. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he is. Uh, he would probably call me. Uh, you or then Steve. That would, that would be, that would be, it'd be it'd be close one between Steve and I. Yeah, like <laughs> granted, like, I'm up that early, but hey, Steve is too. He wakes up like six. You guys are all morning people. It's very, <laughs> it's very threatening. <laughs> like because that's that's why I like make jokes about the backup quarterback spot because the Seahawks, I take it just as seriously as they do. Yeah, it's like if what kind of contingency plan is Paxton Lynch? What kind of contingency plan was? We Alex hope Breath do? doesn't get hurt playing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> That's like if Russ gets hurt, God dang it, we should have got somebody else. But hey, yeah, and I, I, I Jacoby Brissett is someone I would target if I was the Seahawks. Like trade for him, give up, give up a third round pick. Hell, he won. What was it a game? But the Patriots a game or two when well, Tom Brady was out. He started that whole year for the Colts. That's in 2017. Yeah, he played pretty well against the Seahawks too. He could keep a ship afloat. That's what in you case need. of emergency. That's what you should need. you start him a whole year? Hell no. Could he keep a ship afloat if you're on a good? Yes. Those are the t- spend a third round, fourth round pick on that. You know why? Because you, in the case that you need him, you'll be happy you invested in it. Like that's why they kept out. Uh, not what's his name? Uh, Nick Foles around. It's worth it. Yeah. You. They won the Super Bowl because they had a contingency plan. All Mike is saying is, if there's four games and your quarterback goes down, Jacoby's gonna get you two. At the least. You at know? the least. At, you know what? At the least, you feel like you still have a chance. And that's all that matters. If Geno's your starting QB, you don't feel like you have a chance. If Trevon Boykin was starting, you don't feel like you have a chance. If Alex Magoo was starting, you don't feel like you have a chance. With Austin Davis, I guess maybe. No. Because he start, he's won games before. He beat the Seahawks before. I, I will give was him Was Jeff that. Fisher his coach, Mike? I think so. Then that's it. That's true. <laughs> Jeff Fisher just had some voodoo on Pete. He that's just knew it. how to beat him. It was very, very strange. <laughs> his teams would be so bad. And they'd beat the Seahawks. Bruce Arians had similar voodoo. He would come in here with, like, scrubs and beat them in Seattle. It was very strange. Very, very strange. Like, but until you until they invest, like, the Seahawks should have probably went and got Josh Rosen. What did Miami give up for him? Like a third round, fourth round pick or something like that? Second round maybe? I don't know. It was worth it. It's worth it if, like, all right, if something happens to Russ, we can, we can be okay. Nothing's guaranteed. That's what you want out of it. You want to be okay. That's the hope. Yeah. You want to at least feel like you can be. Yes, Phil. You want the illusion of, we'll be all right, as you said. Yeah, like we feel like we can we, be we all right. We feel like we will be okay. And maybe Pete thinks that with guys like Tra- with Trevon and Austin and, and Gino and Paxton. If he does, he's stupid. But, like, maybe <laughs> he does think that. I, I, I don't know. But, like, that's it's hard for me to take the backup position seriously with the Seahawks because they don't take it seriously. I don't think. I think they should draft a quarterback every year. Every year, maybe not in the first round, but it's like, why not? Why you need a guy? Even if you pay Russell one hundred forty million, that doesn't mean a damn thing. If, you know, something happens to him. I'm gonna knock on the table real quick. I don't wanna. Is this wood? Yeah, this is wood, right? And I'm knocking on Chris's table. This is. I believe it is wood. Okay, I just wanted. To, <laughs> I don't want to put no bad juju out here, especially as as good a mood I'm in with our with our guests. We're about to uh, 
have on the show here pretty soon. But yeah, that's that's my Geno Smith take for today. I hope people appreciate it. Well, we didn't. I didn't wake you up. Thank you. If you don't care, or excuse me, if they don't care, you don't care. I'm just here thinking. At least they got a quarterback. I mean, I'll take him over Paxton Lynch. And people were like, "What?" I said, "I don't know, man." I don't even know if I would though. It's good. It's a good debate. I don't even think it matters. That's the other thing. It doesn't. Doesn't matter. They they both stink. (laughs) I have no problem saying that. You know, I'm careful about who I insult. They both stink. I have no problem saying that. It's, it's true. The numbers say it. I I don't have to say it. The numbers. Look at their records and starters, and look at their numbers. I think Geno has more career interceptions than touchdowns. That doesn't get. That's pretty bad. Come on, man. You started for like two years and threw thirty picks. You know what team you were on? Like the Giants. What's going on? He did all that with the Jets. His receivers sucked. Oh, that's right. Like okay, I'm, lo- I'm tripping wrong. Yeah, yeah, he started off with the Jets. That's like right. Then he went back up yeah, yeah, and he played was, a few games and sucked. I think he's, he's only played his career like in New York. I don't think he he was with the Chargers last year, but I don't think he ever played. He might have Smart move. A few, <laughs> few, few passes. That was a dumb move by the Chargers, by the way, picking up him. Like, if your plan was like, oh, if Phillip gets hurt, we have Geno. It's like, that's a stupid plan. Get a new one. So, <laughs> there's that. I just wanted to get that. Get that out there, because that was what the one that was the big piece of news. The other big piece of news before we get out of here for our guest is, oh, Doug, Doug Baldwin, Doug, not mentioning right. a few names in his goodbye piece. Yeah, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on this, but I, people have asked me about it, and it. I'm referring to Doug's Twitter thread uh, about you know essentially announcing his retirement. Doug tweeted like a, I think it was 20 tweets uh, that was a letter to his younger self. I think that's a really cool thing when athletes do that, by the way. Uh, a letter to his younger self, kind of detailing his whole journey. Um, you know, he included, like, pictures and, like, memories. He shouted out a lot of people with the photos, what, like, Richard, Jermaine, Marshawn, Ricardo Lockett, uh, Tavares Jackson. Uh, I'm trying to think who else he shouted out. Oh, Daryl Bevel. Shout out Daryl Bevel. Notably absent from the letter, Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll. Um, those were the big ones, right? Like, I don't think he specifically mentioned guys like Bobby or Mike B or Cliff, but he got most of the big names. He got Cam Earl in there, but he didn't have Russ. Now, I think someone tweeted this, and it's a it was a fair question. I think it was might have been Ben at the Seattle PI. Does it matter that Doug didn't uh, include Russ and Pete? It just I don't think so. We have to define matter, I guess, because, like, is that significant? I mean, I think so. I, I I don't think it was an accident. Like, you've heard Doug speak. He's a calculated dude. Like, look and look at the letter to himself. Like, remember the Game of Thrones tweets that prompted me to do the thing? Like, he was, he's he's he thought about that. So it was not an accident. That's like, oh, oops, I don't have a picture of us. Well, we yeah. don't even know if maybe he talked to them face to face before all this. Who knows? Nah, I mean, I I think I wrote this too. It doesn't surprise me that he didn't have Russ in there, knowing what I know. Does that mean he hates him? No. Probably not. I, I don't know enough there. I mean, it just doesn't surprise me. Like, if you go back and read quotes and kind of, like, read between the lines whenever, like, Doug talks about Russ and and vice versa, it's it's not the same as when Doug talks about, like, Jermaine or when he talks about uh, Richard. You know, there's really, like, a different type of, of love there. And you can sense that. It's not even the same as, like, when Doug talks about, like, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> like, when he talks about Larry Fitzgerald or Sherm talks about him, they talk about him like it's real love, right? Now, I, maybe it was a little weird he didn't include Pete. That part did surprise me. Because especially if you're going to shout out Daryl Bevel. Like, <laughs> wait a minute here. You run riding with Bev, but he loved Bev. Like, he defended him. And we were like, hey, man, his play calling suck? Doug's like, uh, no. Do you guys watch film? No. It's not Bev. Trust me. Oh, yeah. I was big on that. Yeah. I did not like 
the fact they let him go. I was really upset. Yeah, he was. I thought he was the perfect match. I said, bring him back, but there's one guy you should get rid of. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> but it's all good. It definitely ties into our guest today, too. The guy <laughs> they 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 should have got rid of. So I was, I guess I'll, I'll wrap it with this. It does it surprise me he didn't have Russell in there? No. Do I think it's a big deal? No. Uh, do I think it's significant? Not necessarily, but I do think that like it it does tell you something. Like that letter was very thought out. Like he went back and found all those pictures and everything. He didn't just it wasn't a spur of the moment. So he did consciously leave dude out. Right? Does that matter? No. I don't really think it matters. When Doug writes a book about his life, maybe he'll detail why his feelings towards dude. I don't know. But I always thought they were just work friends. You got work friends, right? People you see at work. They're like, hey, man, let's go kick it after. Ah, not really. I don't really like you. I'm just like, oh, but, you know, we can talk over by the coffee maker. <laughs> like, for five minutes. Oh, you see the Laker game last night? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. My fun. man said by the coffee maker. <laughs> yeah, man. You guys got a coffee maker? I don't even drink coffee, but I like it. You, oh, yeah, I've been to Cajun. I like, you guys the, got a coffee I like maker. the idea. That was good. Yeah, like, you know, you have a convo with people, but it's like, hey, man, do you want to go to Cancun with me? No. I don't want to. I don't. You know, that's just how it is. So it it doesn't surprise me, but I do think it was on purpose, and it probably there's probably some backstory there. Do I know some of it? Yes, I do. Will I tell you on the show? No, I will not. <laughs> but it it it's not a big deal. I don't think people made too big of a deal of it. Like people had takes and everything. And it's like it's slow news day, I guess. But I did want to spend a little bit of time on that because like it doesn't. Am I making sense here? Like it matters, but it doesn't. Do we really care? Nope. Are we judging a man's retirement announcement now we're doing too much if that's the case yeah this is it, a, it shouldn't be that serious he didn't mention two names move on from it maybe in his book he'll explain why who knows whatever it's cool and doug should definitely write a book better yet he should have me write it Ooh, the book. plug yeah man i'm trying to i'm trying to get paid out here i ain't mad at it yeah man i'm trying to help people out i'm trying to get i'm trying to get paid but yeah man it's just slow it was a slow news week that week with the the two the two hot things were like geno smith and and doug's tweets <laughs> so I knew, uh, yeah, man, I wrote about both. Steve had me do like a thing on it. I was like, I wouldn't know. Actually, it was funny about the Geno Smith thing before we, before we get into our guests. I actually did have to wake back up and then write about Geno Smith. The irony. <laughs> it was like, oh, dang. It's like, I, I not only did Chris not text me, I'm actually up writing this at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I had to actually, Steve Steve hit me. He's like, hey, man, we need something on Geno. I'm like, ah, yeah, all right, I guess I should wake up, put some socks on, and and, and, and get it going. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. It, that work? That works, man. Yeah, I I don't want to spend too much time in it because I'm really excited about our guests, man. Can we can we get to our guests? Let's do it. Oh, you guys you guys are gonna love this, man. Here we go. Our special guest of the week on the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. I am so happy to have this this guest on, Chris. I don't, I don't know if I can really express it on the podcast without getting too loud. Like I'm very, very happy to have our guest on. We have the one and only Cable Thanos. You guys know him on Twitter at by that by that tag. His videos are legendary on Seahawks Twitter. Real name is Josh Cashman. We have him on the line now. Josh, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Do you do you? How's it feel to be a, a celebrity, man? Let's like, let's just hop right into it. You know, you're like the uh, the captain of Seahawks Twitter right now, right? <laughs> well, the thing is about being a celebrity online is you are only a celebrity online. So as soon as I put my phone down, my life has just been 
the same. So <laughs> it hasn't really felt like I'm a celebrity. I think that's like a metaphor for life, man. You just you just got kind of philosophical on our, uh, all listeners real quick. Just like, yeah, man, I'm only a I'm only a celebrity online, and that's yeah, it's got, got real deep on us. But I think that's kind of how you want it to be. You don't want to be blown up. I mean, as we talked oh, before yeah. the show, you don't want to be known everywhere you go because that can get maybe a little tiresome. I haven't experienced yeah. that, but I can only imagine every day you're walking around, you're doing something, everyone's. Hey, that's Josh. That's that's Cable <laughs> Thanos. That's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's like I have two lives. It's like I got my Seahawks life, and then I can just be my normal self. All right, now there's a lot of people probably listening right now who are like, like Chris, who who the hell is Cable Thanos? What you guys got going on? Here? All you have to do is go to Twitter, search Cable Thanos, go to media. And there it is. I don't even think you got to go to Twitter. You can just Google Cable Thanos now. Actually, like, you can. Google's I'm, best, your best friend. Well, we, you got written yeah. about by this, what, the Seattle Times? I think uh, I think Mike Varell did that story. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, what did we just read just earlier today? GeekWire just wrote about you the other day. Like, you, yeah. you, you're you popping out here in the in the online streets. <laughs> I don't know if that's how the kids say it, but it, it, no, it's a No, how they say it is Josh has been popping since his demo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, for for people who don't know, Josh, if how would you answer this? Who is Cable Daniels? Like, give, give us a little bit of like your your background and who you are beyond just being an online celebrity. I'm basically a college student who has a lot of time on his hands and also has a love for the Seahawks. And basically, I mix those two and make videos. And they literally just made one video. I was thinking that was going to be the end of it. And then uh, it just kind of people. I like. I like. Didn't want to make one the next week. It was just for fun. It was like a joke. And then people won't work like, okay, you're making one the next week because we won the next game. And then it just kept. We kept winning, so I kept making videos. And then they just blew up. And like, I had no idea people would like them this much. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, man. Here, here you are on the on the on the Seahawks podcast man, with us kicking it. Uh, what, yeah. uh, uh, a little bit more background here. Like, when did you when did you you said you made one video? When did you make that first one? Like, what what was in it? Like, for our people who who may not know, we were six and five. We just beat the Lions, the team who didn't even make the playoffs. By the way, um, and they were not that good this year. But <laughs> it was like I made a like a hype video afterwards because. A, we were supposed to be bad. Like everyone knew that, but we were only six and five, and we just beat an okay team. So it was kind of like the perfect mixture of like, okay, maybe this team's not as bad as we thought, but also we shouldn't get too hyped. So I made a hype video, of course. I had to make a hype video. It was like an ironic kind of thing, and it was just kind of like a joke. And it was like, uh, it was like showing all the haters and all the doubters, even though we were just over five hundred. And then. Um, and then it just kind of turned into something where we were actually good. So now it seems like they're serious hype videos. They all started from just being a joke, like making fun of ourselves. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, I do the name Cable and then Space <laughs> and then Thanos. What, is there any connection with Tom Cable or am I reaching for the stars here? No, that, that's correct. The, <laughs> the man behind all my sadness the last, uh, what it was, eight years. Okay. Uh, before Malari came in and saved us. Um, he, it was named after him. It was just off of a meme I made, like literally named myself after a meme, which is so sad. But anyway, uh, it was, 
Kong table has Thanos, and he's got the gauntlet, and it has all the Infinity Stones, and each one is a different, like, horrible offensive lineman that he decided to start or draft early or convert from defensive linemen, and then they went out there and just got wrecked and then let Russell Wilson disintegrate, essentially, wow. and that's where it all you have this down to a T. That was great. <laughs> no, that's, that's another metaphor. There, that <laughs> that was great. That's perfect. Tom, Tom Cable, yeah, he would snap his fingers, and then Russell Wilson would, yeah, disintegrate, vanish. <laughs> vanish. Wow. Oh man, uh, 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 do you think there's people? Do we have to explain what Thanos is? Everyone knows what Thanos is, right? I would put money. Everyone listening to this podcast knows exactly who Thanos is. He just explained where the cable came from. There should be no questions afterwards. I, I am 100% confident in that. I had, I did have one friend, one of my homies, who did not know who Thanos was. This was only like five, wow. six months ago. Yeah, he had to like binge watch all the Avengers. Uh, wow. You don't even have to know, I feel like. He, he saw it on Everybody. Twitter and stuff, but he wasn't. He was just like, why is everyone talking about Thanos, 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 and didn't understand. Then I think he watched Infinity War or whichever, the, the one where he gets all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, oh, now I get it. So if you haven't watched Avengers uh, and you're listening right now, uh, go watch. Catch up, <laughs> please. <laughs> After the show, so you can, so you can know what, what we're talking about, man. And uh, the Chris, uh, can, can, we, can we talk about him hanging with Russ or we want to get to something else first? I have one more thing for you, Josh. Is there any way you could maybe make a video having Thanos as Tom Cable Tying it in is that is that already in the works or what's up man? What do you what do you have in what do you have That's, cooking right now? You know, I haven't had a thought about resurrecting uh, Cable as like a return villain kind of thing. That would be an interesting concept though. Um, it would be cool, especially if you've seen Endgame. I don't want to spoil anything. No, 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 but Josh, having- you can go ahead and spoil it because it has been that movie came out. I think. <laughs> Three weeks ago now? In April, I think. Bruh. It's, it's May now. It's, man, yeah. If you, yeah, you can spoil it. If you haven't seen okay. the movie yet, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Okay, so they go back in time. After killing Thanos, which we killed Cable and brought in Mike Solari. Yep. So it would be a perfect concept to have the Seahawks go back in time and see Tom Cable and then... I don't know. I haven't thought about it. That's Ooh, really good. Hey, I'm excited, man. If you drop it, that's, I'm I'm watching it. I don't care if it's 30 minutes. I'll, I'll shout you out for the idea. Hey, I don't even care about the shout out, man. I want to see it because I know you're going to put together some heat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm ready for Russell Wilson to come back in time and see Cable again and just like his eyes just <laughs> pop out of his head like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Not again. Let's get some severe PTSD. He just oh. he just takes a sack just off muscle memory. I am excited. You don't, Josh. I'm over here smiling. I'm 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 excited. I don't know when it's coming. I, I'm ha- I hope it comes. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we need the season to start now. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Russell Wilson uh, just now and his potential PTSD with the new video, but you just got to kick it with Russell, man. If you guys have not seen, uh, Russell Wilson invited. Uh, Josh to come kick it with him at his, you know, his, his uh, like the home of their their company in downtown Seattle. Man, what was that experience like playing Super Smash Bros with Russell yeah. Wilson, DJ Fluker, uh, who else was there? Jerome Brown. Like, what yeah. was what was that whole experience like for you, man? Well, first of all, it was like a super long time coming because he said he invited me. It was like at 
at the end of the season. I think it was after the Chiefs game or something. Uh, I don't know, but it was like a long time ago. So we it was took forever for us to find a date where obviously he's super busy. So it was hard to find a, a really good date, but we finally found it. And then we uh, and then he invited me out and we went and I showed up and it was like it was insane because it's downtown, like in the meat of Seattle. So it's like the super busy area, super high sky rise. And you go in, and it's so hard to get in there. Like, literally, I had to get, like, three different security guards to help me get into the actual floor. And then I had to ring the bell to actually get into the room. And it was insane. But uh, I showed up, and it was just the people who worked there. I kind of already was familiar with some of them. Um, But then we talked a little bit. We had lunch. And then Jerron showed up first. And uh, we played a little bit. He's actually pretty good, Jerron. And same with DJ. DJ is really about it. He's like, he's like, I'm a gamer, man. Like, he kept trying to say, like, whenever he's winning, he's like, I'm about this. I'm a gamer. And he, like, brought his own controller and stuff. But, uh, and then Russ showed up in the middle of a game when we were, like, before the cameras were on. And I, like, it was crazy seeing him. But, like, I was in the middle of a game, so I didn't want to, like, stop the game. <laughs> so I, like, adapt him, and then I just kept playing. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But, um, uh, and then he went go went eight, and then he came back, and we started filming. And it was just, like, it was so cool, like, it's one of those things where it's so crazy to think of meeting Russell Wilson. But once you do, like, it's just, it's like, he's just a guy. And it's like, it was just fun hanging out with him. How, how long, because I know you're a Seahawks fan, so that was a big deal for you to, to meet yeah. him. How long before, like, the, uh, what's the word I want to use? Starstruck? Is starstruckness a word? Yeah. You made it one now, yeah. it's not. Yeah, I'm going to make starstruckness a word, guys. So <laughs> how long before, like, the starstruckness wear, wore off and it was just like, oh, I'm just kicking it with the, with the homies right now? Um, I mean, as far as DJ and Jerron, it kind of uh, wore off quick because we've played Smash Bros. together, so it was like, it was like playing with friends, or like, because me and DJ have talked about, like, tra- like trash talks and stuff, and like, he's always talking about how Wi-Fi is, uh, is making them lose, so we're like, okay, we're going to play on- offline for, for once, and finally decide this, but Russell was kind of took a while, because like, you see all these videos of him, but you never see him in person, and he's like, I don't know, it was just so it's hard to describe, really. I wish I could, like, talk about it more depthly, but it's like, I don't know, you see videos of him all the time, but to see him in person was just surreal. And, like, be able to talk to him, I don't know. Was, uh, which, which, which voice did Russell use when you were there? I know he's got, like, six different voices. Was it, like, the normal voice that we recognize, or, like, did he have a, a separate one for, like, his Super Smash Bros. voice? Uh, he wasn't his political self. He was kind of casual Russell. Um, kind of like a in bed with Ciara a little bit, but a little bit less than that one. I, lo- uh, like I a, love that this is that a thing. And he was probably a seven or an eight. <laughs> wow! I, I love that we could just measure Russell's different voices, man. Did you? Were you thinking about that? Like how how he's going to sound? Like when you walked in? Like is he gonna have a normal voice? Is he gonna say go Hawks? Was that like on your mind at all? Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, yeah, I was actually thinking about that a lot. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna be like, uh, like yeah, the typical uh, like press conference Russell or not, but no, he was definitely, like, casual, so casual. It was kind of cool. It was more fun. I was worried he was going to show up and be, like, like robot Russell, but he was so, like, just normal guy. <laughs> At what point did, did, did Russ first, like, acknowledge, like, your existence and kind of how dope the videos are that you make? When was that, like, this, this year, right? It was, yeah, it was uh, after we beat the Vikings on Thursday Night Football. I just made the video like I did every week that we won and it was only popular amongst the Twitter and it was just kind of like this fun tradition and I had no thought 
of taking it anywhere or like having any player seen it. Literally, no player has like interacted. Uh, but and then Russell quote tweets it that was like a quote from the video, and like I was in a group chat with the Seahaw- the Hawk blogger guys, and one of them said Russell just replied to your tweet, and I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, right. And I went and checked, and I like, I like freaked out. Like I was like glued to my phone like the whole world outside of my phone did not exist and it was just i don't know it was like surreal like i I did not expect that at all how long after that did he uh did he make the i think he made a video shout out for you from the facility how long after that did uh did he make that video um well the pro bowl voting was happening that week and he said uh i replied and said like "You, you know this is like making my life russell or something like that and then he responded like uh, you're a legend or something like that. And I freaked out more. And then I said, uh, and then he said, Pro Bowl hype video next. And I said, anything for you, Russell. And I used a picture of Daryl Bevel, which apparently was very bold, but I didn't even think of it at the time. But, uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I checked when the Pro Bowl voting in, and it was literally the next day. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to spend all night working on this. And I had a final the next day. So I, spent, I stayed up all night working on the final and also working on the video. Uh, and then I posted it, and then he he he, uh, he saw it and he liked it, or I forget what he did, but then he made that video like later that day after practice. And I asked him to play Smash Bros. just as a joke. Like, it was totally just for fun, just to be funny. And then he said okay, and then, yeah. I, I, Chris, I think we have to apologize to everyone, without, and including Josh. We did not lead this discussion by calling Josh a legend. That's what we should have done here because Russell referred to him as a legend, so now he's a legend. Perhaps in the title, we don't even mention Cable Thanos. We just said featuring legend. Yeah, we have the, the <laughs> Seahawks legend. Seahawks yeah. legend, yes. Yeah, they need to... How many people are in the Seahawks ring of honor at CenturyLink? I think it's Walter Jones. Uh, Kenny Easley. Cortez. They got the 12th man banner. There's Cable Thanos. That's, the, that's it. That's there you go. We we gotta. Dude, we gotta. I need to put that tweet on my resume. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to. I mean, has Russ called you a legend? Has Russ called me one? Russ hasn't even mentioned me to be anything. I'm not sure he's ever called Dick Ball a legend. <laughs> I don't think he's even looked me in the eyes and granted me the head nod. Let's <laughs> start there. Oh man, that's for people who don't like. If you're still wondering, like, who is this guy? Like, yeah, Russell called him a legend. So that's that. That gets you on the Seahawks Man to Man <laughs> podcast. That 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 definitely definitely does, man. Was Russell any good at playing Super Smash Bros? By the way, did you, like did you did you whoop, um, his, whoop his butt or what? He, I was expecting him to come in and just like hold the controller upside down or something like that. <laughs> but he actually was like he was mashing buttons, of course, and he was super into it. Like he was like yelling the whole time and stuff, so it was fun. But he like he didn't know what to do, but he did better than I expected. But it wasn't a lot. So now. Behind all your videos, there has to be a spark. You kind of mentioned it, but I want to know your first video made. Do you even remember what it was? Was it a class project? When did you actually uh, start making first, videos? The first, okay, uh, the first video, like kind of in that style, I ever did was actually a. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing, but it was a Fortnite montage with a bunch of my friends, and I don't really play it that much, but they they were super into it. So it'd be fun. like I would just they would send me their clips and I'd put them all together and I used movie clips just like I do in my Seahawks videos as like an intro for each person. And it was kind of like inside jokes. Like I didn't post it anywhere, but I just made it for us. And it was like kind of in the same style. And 
yeah, the, uh, my friends are always talking about how that's the OG Cable Thanos videos made for us and stuff like that. But uh, and then those like the very next week, I made the the Lions one. So nice. And then inspiration wise, what what deep down before it was the Seahawks, what was the inspiration behind doing videos in general? Or did it become, oh, I love the Seahawks. Let me do this. What was the inspiration behind all of it? Um, I've always kind of been into like making videos just for fun. Um, I don't really know why I chose to do videos. I think I just had too much time on my hands, and I just wanted to make something. Uh, like I don't know. That's a good question. I, I just kind of started doing. It. I never really kicked up like, okay, I'm gonna start doing videos. I just kind of always been into them. That's fine. I mean, there's. I mean, you're still young. As I'm talking, as if I'm the <laughs> yeah, 39 year old man here. But yeah, Josh, how old are you? 23. I'm 23. Yeah. 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 Forgive me. I'm only 26. I'm yeah, over, here, man, I'm over here preaching to, to the choir. You're as sounding if, old as hell. As if I'm 40 years old. Oh, Josh, you got plenty of time, man. Just go ahead and chase <laughs> your dreams, make videos, get paid for it, all that good stuff. I hear you, man. It's okay. I yeah. I enjoy your work, regardless of if you have a passion for it, inspiration. Yeah. It's dope. I will sit there and I mean. Okay, give me this then. The 10-minute video you did after the end of the season, how long did that take to make? Because that was dope, man. That, uh, so the weird thing about that video was that I literally opened up After Effects and Premiere for the first time ever a week before that. Oh, wow. All my videos were iMovie, and I would have to, in those videos, I would have to crop, like put a picture into Photoshop, crop it out, and put it in screenshot the frame that I want to put it in, so then place it in the correct spot, so that in the right spot, like I have to put a cigar in Mike Solari's mouth, so I'd have to screenshot the frame, put it in Photoshop, put it in the correct spot, put it back in iMovie, and then see if it's in the right spot, and then redo it if it's not right. And then I opened up After Effects and Premiere, and it like changed everything. But that video still took like I had like a month and a half to do it. And I was probably there. One night I was there from 3 p.m. in the computer lab till 5 a.m. the next day. It was insane how much time I spent on that. It was. I want to. I want to personally. Crazy. I want to personally thank you for that because that video I watched <laughs> it about seven times. For those that are not great at math, that's 70 minutes of greatness, <laughs> and I enjoyed every Father. minute. And I'm about to watch it after we get off the phone with you, man, because it is so dope, and I can't wait to see what else you create. And then, hang on. You Sorry to cut you off. You said you mentioned that you used to do it on your on the iMovie, on your iPhone, or on your computer. Yeah. Yeah, oh just because I like making videos and I didn't have anything else. And like, it. It's kind of one of those things is what you don't know is like, I don't know, ignorance is bliss because I didn't know about the better programs or I didn't know how much easier it was or I didn't know how easy they were to get. So I do iMovie and just figure out a way to do it no matter how long it took. Like the one, the one shot where Schottenheimer's dunking uh, accountability on Russell Wilson. <laughs> uh, that was a frame by frame edit on Photoshop. Literally, it went frame by frame and moved it. And I could have just done it in Premiere in literally a minute. Well, I'm glad you found Premiere. Things will become a lot easier <laughs> yeah. for you. I hated Premiere because yeah, I yeah. sucked at making videos, but this isn't about me or Mike. This is about you, the man, the legend. The legend. <laughs> I'm just I'm just amazed that you used iMovie from the phone. That's crazy, and that's dedication. <laughs> It was, it, it, I would never, like, I'd be able to recreate my videos in, like, a third of the time. True. I can't believe it. I'm doing such easy stuff. Uh, I don't I don't know if you saw my tweet the other day, Josh, but I, I think I tweeted um, after you were hanging out with Russell. I said, I can't wait to write a feature on you, like a story, 
when you're running the Seahawks graphics department in 2020. Because oh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I really think that's the pace we're on, man, because the, the stuff you do is just about as good as anything they put out on the their Twitter or their if site, man. not better, man. Yeah, because he doesn't have any rules. He can just do whatever. He can have Schottenheimer dunking yeah. accountability. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, great. Yeah, that, that NFL video was tough because they had so many rules. Like, I had to check out everything that was, like, uh, even remotely controversial. Like, I couldn't even put in the uh, missed field goal but on, by the Bears when they lost their Oh, yeah. Game. I had to take out the controversial penalty, no-call penalty in the Saints-Rams games. And they didn't want to have, like, anything that's, like, like, I had this one shot where it said, the Bengals have left the match. as like a Madden reference. <laughs> but they didn't want to say that. They're like, that's too controversial. Let's have it say, like, the Steelers won the match or something like that. They didn't want They were so, like, scared of, like, stuff like that. So I had to be super censored. What you're telling me is they made you take out greatness? <laughs> is that what, is that what I'm hearing? They cut your video <laughs> short because that's, wow. Yeah, I spent all this time working on stuff, and they get it back, like, yeah, take this out, this out, this out, this out, this out, this out, this out. I'm like, ugh. Man, that's just like the NFL. No fun. Can I ask you this, Josh? Do you yeah, have that full original file still available that I could watch maybe, <laughs> me and Mike? No, as soon as I finished that, you should have seen my desktop. It was, like, literally full of files because I'm so unorganized. But uh, as soon as I finished that, I was, like, so exhausted. I just, like, threw everything away and just, like, moved on with my life. <laughs> you know what we need, Chris, now? We need to be featured in the next video. <laughs> that's the next step here I'll make it happen I, I want to do something cool can I do something cool I don't know what like I don't know what my like identity we can say, is we can send him a hundred boomerangs say that again Josh negative about the Seahawks and I'll put it in as an audio clip when the part where we show the doubters are wrong <laughs> oh, oh there shoot. we go I am I am a cynic I, I guess <laughs> although I did predict the 10 and 6 but yeah for the most part like, oh really yeah actually I did yeah uh, we had to do like a group, like a me, Ben Baldwin, Sam Gold, and Steve Cohen, our managing editor. We all had to do like predictions in like August, I think, for the preseason. Like we predicted how many games uh, the team would win. I had ten and six. Uh, I can't, I can't remember what everyone else had. I think Steve had like six and ten. Yeah, Steve was disrespectful. Yeah, like I was the only one who said ten and six, and then yeah, it went, it, it, wow. it came true. I know, right? Like for me, I'm real, no, I'm like, a real I cynic. Ten and six, and I was super hyped for this year, for last year. Yeah, man, I think uh, I got that right. Did, did Slickhawk get it right, too, at KJR? Dang, what is I think I have it saved. I think he, I think he might have got it right, too. This is, that was, like, the most optimistic thing I've ever done. Because people who know me, you know, like, <laughs> I, I try to be optimistic, but then, like, you know, I t- my Geno Smith tweet, like, people have been hitting me about that. <laughs> I heard they signed him. I was like, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> 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 like, I, I didn't care about, about that. But, yeah, man, we if we if if you can get us in there, uh, somehow, man, that would be that would be uh that'd be dope, man. I gotta, my, I gotta show my grandma that she'd be like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> I don't know who I would show. No, I, would just, I don't know who I would show. I would just keep watching it and just be amazed that you were able to get us in there. That'd be crazy. I'll try. I'll see. I'll see what I can do. If I need to go to audio clip, I definitely put it in. Uh, Chris has like a a fascination already with uh Ugo Amadi. So, oh, man. if you could get them both <laughs> in there to. Here, Josh, okay. I'm going to give you some background, okay? Because okay. we, we haven't met yet, but I can't see, all right? I have to wear glasses. I, I'm blind. And a lot of people, whether it be my friends or people I just meet, they wear glasses as a fashion statement. Josh, can you see? No. How's your, 
So you have bad vision. You wear glasses, right? Horrible vision. Perfect. No, I lost my glasses. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to harp on you. But my point <laughs> no, is, Josh, if you have good vision, why are you wearing glasses? That is unfair for you and I who cannot see, who need glasses to see things. When I see Ugo, a.k.a. the professor, wearing glasses, immediately I wonder, my friend, can you really see? Or are you just plotting and fronting on us, teasing Josh and myself because we can't? And Mike seems it's to giggle. It's the same wear like a, a designer shirt or something like that. It's styles. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's not necessary, but no, nothing was really necessary. If everything was necessary, we'd be walking around like, like in tunics in like the, the medieval time. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I don't like pretenders, and if you can see, I better not see glasses on your face. Ugo, if you can see, man, take them glasses off, because you hurt my feelings. Oh, man, I didn't you know. Should, you should think of, um, we just signed Biggie Onsaw. I remember he wore uh, 3D glasses with the lens sticking out of his draft day. Oh, man. <laughs> I, l- I love Chris Rance on vision privilege, because that's what oh, this is. <laughs> absolutely. You can see. I better not see no glasses on your face, bro. Yeah. You... I got to wear contacts when I play sports. I got to put on glasses when I'm driving. This is a struggle out here, man. I didn't choose this lifestyle. It was chosen for me, okay? Hey, Josh, what's the, what's the last video you did? Have you done one since the draft? Uh, for Seahawks, no, but I, well, no, 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 I haven't done one. Cool. I haven't, uh, I did the Mariners one. That's the most, that's the last one I did. Because now I have a, uh, I have a bunch of ideas in my head now. So we got to have Chris and Ugo in there oh together goodness. somewhere. <laughs> we, we, we need, we need shirtless Pete Carroll in there with shirtless oh, DK yeah. Metcalf. That's, that's the first things I put in. That's like the fine. <laughs> material right there it's like they made it for me oh i got one josh i can send you the clip but mike basically says that brandon marshall is going to be this great wide receiver we need that in there Uh, with mike i forgot he was even on the team last year there we go that's my point mike's gonna be so mad when he sees that but i'm gonna love it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how brandon marshall gets in every episode Hey, there's a way, and I'm gonna find it. <laughs> that is ri- ridiculous, man. That's I, I really hope I'm not. That should not be my defining, <laughs> like Seahawks take. Oh man, is man. That, I, it's I want, great. I want the ten and six to stand out. <laughs> I don't want the like me predicting anything good with Brandon Marshall to stick out. So, Josh, if you want to just omit everything Chris just said, please, please be my guest. Oh, oh man, that Josh, man, we we appreciate you coming to kick it with us, you know, on the show, man. You are a legend. Uh, deemed by Russell Wilson himself, uh, Russell Wilson, Lord of Lord of Seahawks, second of his name. You know, I got all the Game of Thrones references in me now. Chris doesn't understand what I'm saying because he doesn't watch uh, Game Game of Thrones. But you've been you've been knighted by Russell Wilson, so you're a legend in our book too, man. It's an honor. Two more things before you go. I did mention a hot take before we let you go. Prior to jumping on the mics, okay. are you ready for this hot take? Yes. All right. I need your prediction for the Seahawks 2019 season. What's their record going to be, Josh? Okay. So, let me think. So, we're definitely better than we were last year, roster-wise. And I think our schedule's better, but I don't know. Obviously, that, that doesn't mean anything. But I think we're going to go – I think we're going to go 10-6 again. That's not bad. That's a really good take. I like that. I would think that. Okay. Definitely. And is there anything else you would like to add before we let you go, man, whether it be 
where to follow where to follow you at, where they can check out your videos, anything. Um, I mean, uh, oh, I'm definitely gonna make a video for this season. I want I don't want to do too many videos, so I'm gonna wait till the season's about to start. Probably do it during the preseason or right before the regular, like a few days before the regular season starts. But follow me at CableThanos underscore and uh, good things are coming. I, this, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is this is this is your time, man. I just I, I when you uh, mentioned your Twitter handle just now, I pulled it up, man. And your your Twitter profile, man, is a picture of you and Russell Wilson kicking it like home, I know. man. It's insane. That that is uh he looks really serious in that picture too. I want y'all all you guys listening right now, you should go look at it. Like Russell looks so <laughs> he looks so angry. <laughs> it's probably because Josh looked his behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Like once again, Josh, we pre- appreciate you, man. Again, we love love your work, man. If you're you listening right now, guys, you guys got to go check out this stuff, man. It's it. I'm telling you, I I would say what who's the captain of what Seahawks Twitter is probably what Mina Kimes. She's probably like the captain. Yeah. The 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 head of it. Uh, and so then, she's Captain America. He is definitely Iron Man. Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without a question. Okay, I'm with it. Does that sound good, Josh? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'll take that. There we go. Oh. Do I die? Am I about to die? No, you don't have to die. <laughs> you get the Infinity okay. Stones and you work it all out. You're good. Uh, Iron Man dies, okay, though. Cool. Okay. Well, we're not going to do that to Josh. No, Josh we, we can't. Legend. We need the contact. Yeah, I mean, we need the content. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait. Okay. Thank, thank you, Josh, for kicking kicking it with us, man. We we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys tuning tuning in with us. Uh, you're listening to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name again is Michael Sean Dugar. Here my co-host Christopher Kidd, the legend Josh Cashman, aka Cable Thanos. Man, make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or also on Spreaker. We appreciate all of the love. I miss anything, Chris? You got it, man. We all got. I'm verified, by the way. We need to get Cable Thanos verified. Oh, that's coming. You got twenty. 20- 29,000 followers, is it? It's coming. I don't know how to even do it. Oh, well, I, I, I'll i make some calls for you. I'm going to get you and Chris verified, man. <laughs> I'm going I'm to I'm I'm make it happen. I, I'm going to call some people who know some people. I got you. Hell yeah, thank you. On that note, we're out, man. <laughs>